0: This is the CC Radio Podcast.
1: There is a whole other world out there, a world where you can take all of your favourite fandoms and shape them exactly how you want them and give your favourite characters the endings they deserve. But
2: what exactly is this hidden world all about? I'm Amy Patterson. And I'm Rachel Webb, and we are fangirling over the wide world of fan fiction.
1: Fan fiction.
2: Yes, this one By was um, requested. Yeah,
1: goodbye.
2: Richard, Richard Lawler. Richard, okay, great.
1: Good job, Richard.
2: Thank you, Richard.
1: Yeah. So I don't, we had this quick chat before, obviously, before we started recording because we are still recording in isolation. Yeah. And we don't love it, but we love recording in general. So we're going
2: to keep doing it. Yeah, because we need Um, to keep giving you guys great content. So we're going to. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Also, you know what? It breaks up my day between watching movies on Netflix and eating unnecessary food out of the fridge.
2: Sure. So, I so mean, then, yeah. I'm still going to do all of that, though. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I'm normally not a big breakfast person, but I found myself pretending to be a chef and just cooking lots of breakfast.
2: So Aww. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Sorry, just having a, a sip of water there, quite parched. All right. Fandom. I mean, what are you talking? Fan Fanfic. Fanfic, yeah. All right, so, yeah, like I said, I don't have a lot to do with fan fiction. I read, so probably the extent I've read is bits and pieces on Pottermore and things like that. I mean, we've talked about before that Fifty Shades of Grey started off as a fan fiction, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. So I think this episode we should use as a chance for you
2: to educate
1: me on the wide world of fan fiction.
2: So it's sort of like I did with the horror films and you did with the anime? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Let's all right.
2: Well, Okay, so first of all, for those who do not know what fan fiction is, it is like this crazy, amazing subculture of of fandom. Mm. So you you can find like – think of any fandom ever and you will find a subculture within that fandom that writes fan fiction. So they take characters – places, you know, whatever, from those um, creative works and put them Hmm. in different – they either put them in different situations, different worlds, or they just write them the way that they wanted to write them or they'll write scenes in between scenes that we never saw and they fill in the blanks and whatnot. So, I mean, there's lots of places to find fanfic online. Um, and it's been around for years and years and years. Um, and people can and do get published, like like I said about E.L. James um, doing 50 Shades.
0: Uh-huh. So,
2: I mean, the main places that you'll find fanfiction are on um, a site called fanfic.net or fanfiction.net. That was probably uh-huh. like the original place. And then um, there was this huge controversy with Anne Rice getting really upset with people writing fan fiction about the Vampire Chronicles, really, because she felt like they were stealing her intellectual property because they didn't have permission oh. to. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, they're and, still
1: writing their own ideas. It's just using a similar sort of plot line, I guess, from an already thought of idea. If that makes yeah, sense.
2: Yes, correct, and and for for the most part, because um, I've been around in fan fiction for. Yes, like since I was a teen. So, um I used to read like Harry Potter fan fiction, Twilight fan fiction. Yes, that's right. I read Twilight yeah. fan fiction.
1: I'm pretty sure I've read some Twilight fan fiction.
2: Yeah, well, I mean it's if you've like- read 50 shades, you've read Twilight fan fiction. So, <laughs> it's the you know. Same thing. It is exactly it's the same story. She just changed the names. Yeah. Well, look, this is true. (laughs) So for all you Fifty Shades fans out there, you do read fanfic. You have read fanfic because that's what it is. Yep. Um, so then once things started getting a lot stricter and whatnot on, on fanfic.net everybody had to like like write disclaimers and then mm-hmm. there was all of these rules around um the content that you're allowed to produce and you know putting ratings on things because I mean let's face it, they, they get they get trashy, they get yeah. um really erotic. You know, some of them are basically just porn. Written porn, yes. Yeah. And so, you know, you've got like um a subsection of that called Dubcon, which is dubious content. Um which is like, you know, you would see um incest and assault and you know, all those sorts of, you know, like, you know, step parents with step children and and things like so people and I I think you have to allow people to to write the art that they want to write yeah um but fanfic started fanfic.net started coming down quite hard on things like that and you know they weren't really um protecting their um authors when it came to original authors trying to take people down for yeah you know, using using their characters and whatnot. So people then migrated over to a place. People still post on fanfic.net, um, but most people will post their fanfic on Ao3, which is called Archive of Our Own. Mm. Um, and then you'll find them promoting on Tumblr. Some people post on Wattpad. There's like heaps of heaps of places that you can find all of this stuff. Yeah, so well, I've read some on Wattpad. I think it's yeah. ringing a bell. Yeah, so, yeah, cool. Yeah. And then, like, within that, within your fandoms, so say, for example, you've got um, Game of Thrones. So I'm reading Game Mm -hmm. of Thrones fanfic at the moment. I'm writing Game of Thrones fanfic at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. And within the Game of Thrones fanfiction community, there are subsections. So um, there are people who write mainly about certain pairings, like you've got people who really wanted to see John and Sansa get together and they write about that and they're the Sansa community. Yeah okay and there are there's the brainy community which is all about brianne and jamie and there's the gendria community which i'm you know i've made a lot of friends in the gendria community (laughs) i love gendry and i love aya and i love them together and i can imagine and then within that then you've got even more subsections so there are some authors who write um OCs, o- which are original characters, and they put, mm. they make up a character and they throw it in there. It's quite often like a self-insertion, so they've put mm. themselves in there. There are um, people who write AU, which is alternate universe, so that could mean that they've um, taken the characters and brought them into the modern world or mm. they've taken the characters and put them in a world where magic does not exist Um, And there are no dragons or something like that, you know, whatever. Then they're a crossover fix. So they might just take the people from Game of Thrones and stick them in Panem from the Hunger Games. Right. And see how they fare over there or vice versa. They take Katniss and Peter, drop them in Westeros and go have fun Katniss and Peter.
1: Yeah, okay. So that's really fun. Like yeah, there could be so many things done with that.
2: Yes. My favorite type of Game of Thrones fiction right now are fix-its. Because right. um, season eight was a trash fire and there are people <laughs> who are going in and going, like, I can fix this, and they are writing their own version of season eight, and they are so wonderful. It it heals my soul.
1: Right. So it's good for the soul then, these fanfics.
2: Yes. They are so, and you know, you get, you get, you have the, this whole community of people. It's like a family. Sometimes it's like high school, you know. There's lots of drama, and Ooh. you know, so, certain guilds don't like, you know, like the Johnson people don't really like the Gendrya people, and it just like, you know, oh, they
1: scandal, fight.
2: they fight. But in, in, in that there are like little controversies as well with the, with authors who have been published. Like there's a whole whole stack of authors who have been published who either published their own fan fiction or they came from a fan fiction background. Mm. Um, the One of the biggest controversies, there are two big controversies that I can think of off the top of my head. The first one is the E.L. James controversy with Fifty Shades of Grey because she yep. pulled her fan fiction um off the internet when she knew that she was going to publish and um she then shunned the fan fiction community so you know I was in this group of people who you know we were all friendly with Erica which is which is her real name
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um and once um once she was published you know she didn't want anything she didn't want to have a bar of us anywhere and she I know and I think she tried really hard to kind of mask the fact that it was fan fiction it was kind of like a secret shame of hers but the problem Mm. is is that she made so many people mad that those people got loud and you know so then it you know she could no longer deny the fact that this was a fan fiction and she, rather than embracing it, she's kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. But, yes, that's how it started. So, like, she right. admitted, it, but she doesn't want to talk about it. That's bizarre. I mean, it, you should always be happy for so where your yeah. roots are. Absolutely, yeah. especially given that these people within that community, like we were the ones who were up at 3 a.m. proofreading her stuff, you know, and mm. giving her our thoughts and opinions. We were the first ones who would have been, not not me personally, but – um, um, a lot of my friends were the first in line to buy the book,
1: uh-huh.
2: you know, and, and hand over it. their hard-earned money um. to to support Erica in what she wanted to do. And I just think it's really rude to turn you back on, on the people who made you. You know, the reason why um, publishers get excited about fan fiction is because you already have a fan base. Yeah,
1: because you've a, got you, you've got a following. You yep.
2: already know that there's a following of people who are going to buy into whatever you're putting out. So, you know, it's a good investment for publishers and they get mm. excited about that. So if you then turn around and shun that community, that's one of the biggest mistakes you can make. However, it did work, it ended up working out for her in the end because she's, you know, made millions and millions and millions of dollars. But... Who um, who is she trampled on in her process? She's, she's trampled on a lot of people and a lot of people are mad mm. at her. Yeah. Then there yeah. was like Cassandra Clare. Um, oh. She wrote The Mortal Instruments, yeah? Yes. Yep. Back in the day, listen, this chick, she was the queen bee of Harry Potter fandom. Right. In like we're talking like early to mid-2000s. She had...
1: Planning for your next trip?
2: so many popular stories she um there was a trope that that was very very popular within the fan fiction community in harry potter where draco Mm. wears leather pants right she started it she started (laughs) leather pants draco
1: leather pants draco is a
2: thing yeah but here's the thing is that she was accused of plagiarizing some of her work it was actually proven that she, that she plagiarized some of her work and then she brushed it off it's just like mm. oh no yeah I forgot that <laughs> these word for word things appeared in other things yeah you know? well
1: that's the danger isn't it when you trust you know the community and look I love the model instruments book series yeah. but and I didn't know that but you know I love it for and it it's a shame that if she did steal, well, you know, or she did steal some of the ideas it sounds like, she didn't just collaborate with that person. or Yeah,
2: that's right. I mean, the model instruments itself is not is not a fan fiction, but she that's no. what her roots are, is in fan fiction. I mean, her fans, they were crazy. Mm. They were <laughs> batshit, you know. And they, yep. you know, like the Beehive? They go yes. up to people. Oh my god, that is exactly what they were like. They they were wow. crazy.
1: Crazy. On that note, did you watch the TV series of the or they call it Shadow Hunters, the TV series?
2: No, no. My husband, Jake's really into it to more lynchments and shadow hunters and all that.
1: It is yeah. the best. I binged watch that entire thing. Wow. It had problems, but I did love that world a lot. So it's very interesting to see all of this background because I didn't actually know that. I didn't know Cassandra Clare too much as an. Well, obviously, she's the author of that series, but that's really the only thing I've read from mm. her, and I, yeah. I stuck with it because of you know the world that was created in that book series. But yeah, I guess everyone's got to start somewhere, don't they? And the yeah. fact that people then aren't. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? proud of where they came from like everybody starts somewhere mate you gotta yeah. just roll with it and be like yep that's how i started and look at me
2: now you just know? embrace it just exactly. embrace it are there a couple of other mm. authors of like quite well-known things that started off in fanfic too like um meg cabot she wrote the princess diaries yep she love her fan fiction wow
1: i yeah. mean everyone. starts before you write your original sort of content i guess of course you're going to um what's the word experiment shall we say with different kinds of writing styles and the best way to do that is to already have an idea and create something new I guess based on that you know yeah. I don't think anybody really comes up except for maybe J.K. Rowling comes up with such a brilliant you know concept from day one and then has this super successful rides on it you've got to start somewhere writing different bits and pieces so
0: exactly
2: exactly and really it- bizarre There was some, um, Marissa Meyer, she wrote the Lunar Chronicles, um, you know, like Cinder and all that, that Mm -hmm. cyberpunk retelling of Cinderella. She started out writing Sailor Moon fanfic.
1: Oh, my God. I would live for Sailor Moon fanfic.
2: Well, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it's still up there on fanfic.net. All right.
1: I'm going to
2: go and find it. Go find (laughs) it. And let me, let me blow your mind for a minute. Okay. Okay. This is the... It was obviously not called fan fiction at the time, but the yep. Bronte sisters. Right. They used to write fictional works about real people, like the Duke yes. of Wellington, and they, had, they, they would place them in this fantasy place called Glass Town. Mm. I'm just saying, wow. the Bronte sisters did it. That's technically, if somebody yes. did that today, that's fanfic. It is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Isn't it interesting how things evolve throughout time?
2: Yeah. Oof. Well. And, and like right now there's After, which is um, by yep. Anna Todd. That, that was a Harry Styles fanfic. So not only do these yeah. people write fanfiction about like fictional works, they will take a real person and make a yep. fanfiction about the real person. And that, that, I feel like they're kind of separate to the fictional fanfic people because we can't, I say we, Oh, God. Well, you're little, part of it. I'm part, you're of, part it. of it. You're part kind of it. Kind of like, oh, should you be really taking real people and doing that? But I don't really well, yeah. see a problem with that. Like, to me, art is art, you know, mm. and, and there's not a massive difference between yourself putting, you know, taking um, the name of a celebrity and the name of a character and whatnot. There's not a huge difference. There is a slight difference, but not mm. not that huge. You know, yeah. people place themselves out there for public scrutiny and people are making things up about them all the time in the magazines. So I suppose it's not that different.
1: Yeah, that's true. How are you any different? Yeah, well, you are different to a paparazzi, but you know, they go and they take their photos and they interpret what they will out of somebody's life and make a story and out they of it. And then make a story out of
2: it. Yeah. You know? But oh, right it. now, my favourite fan fiction right now is being written by um, a gorgeous human being in um, Virginia, in the US. Her name's Fallon mm-hmm. Williams. Fallon um, Williams. Yes, and she her her screen name is Moonstruck and Kissed Insane.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She's writing. Um, it's like a modern alternate universe um, fan fiction taking mm-hmm. Gendry and Aya from Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. The fiction's called And Let Me Crawl Inside Your Veins. It is the sexiest thing (laughs) I have ever read. It is pure smut and Mm -hmm. drama and I love it. He is a professor and she is a student and it's so controversial. She's faced so much drama over this bloody age gap between the professor and student. It's not that bad. He's thirty-one, right. she's nineteen. It's not that uh, horrible, you know. Isn't, isn't it just- interesting, just on that topic, that when you're in a school
1: sense, shall we say, even in college or something, you know, university, whatever you want to call it, wherever yeah. you're from, you're twenty, say, and you find someone who's 30, 31. Yeah. However, if you're thirty and you are dating a guy who's forty, it is just not that big of a deal. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get right what you mean. Are,
2: Anyway, it's, I've always wondered on that. And then they're like, oh, because he's in a position of power and blah, 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 whatever. And it's quite simple. Um, if you don't like the content, just don't read the content. Well, so, that's it. So, you know, just don't click on it. It's fine. Yep. Nobody's forcing you to read it. But I honestly, uh, this girl, Fallon, girl, publish it. Honestly. Yeah. She's doing, she is doing amazing things. She's such a beautiful writer. She mm. just oh I love it I love it and I'm not not usually one that goes for like I don't I don't want to just read pure smut you know and you know and I have to be drawn in by the story she she can actually draw you in and create a story and also you know you can get your jollies off a bit well I mean tick 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 all the boxes all the boxes don't you love when you pick up a book or
1: you know I read a lot of my books on my iPad because my husband banned me from buying so many books.
2: Which is really rude, but we'll forgive him because it was his birthday
0: recently.
1: Happy birthday. Happy
0: birthday.
1: Also, Kate's birthday, the same day as my husband's. I
2: know. Fun time. I called in to Believe because he did a live stream of Believe. Yes, I saw. He called in so that I could uh, wish him a happy birthday.
1: Cute. I know. Stop it. This is how we all make fun in um, these stressful and sad times. But, That's right. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, it's really fun to pick up a book and, you know, you can always kind of tell the writing style of somebody from reading maybe one to three chapters, I want to say. Yes. And when you get that far in and you're like, you know what, this is going to be a good book. Mm-hmm. And you can tell because it's that same thing, like you were saying with Fallon, um, she'll write something that really draws you into the story and there's all these fun bits floating around the place but in the center of it all is a really good story and a you know an author who can tell the story really well
2: absolutely I feel like I feel like this could be the next 50 shades oof
0: I know well, I I big, big,
2: words, big words but yeah look it up and let me crawl inside your veins by a- me struck and kissing And she's got Instagram she's got the Tumblr she puts art <laughs> from the um from the fiction mm. into her Instagram and she's making a website and people have made that like, I think she made a playlist for it there's a playlist anyway
1: I love when books have a playlist that go with the book. So so many books have it now and it is great. It really helps sort of add that extra in-depth element.
2: It's immersive. I love it. Now, if Mm. only she could like send Professor Baratheon to my house. Yeah. Also, because that would be great. I'd love that. Fallon, work on it. Love you. Work, work, girl. (sighs) this has been a big fangirling app. Like
1: this is a hardcore fangirling app.
2: Yeah, it it is a little bit. So thank you, Richard, for for letting us dive into this crazy world. Yeah, we love it a lot. Mm. All right, fan fiction.
1: Anything else you want to leave us with or anything you want to say? Thank you so much for giving me some new reading material because, honestly, I was looking for new books to read. So this is going to be great.
2: Hey, no worries. Um, I just want to finish off with don't at me about anything here, okay? Oh, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah, let me be me. Yeah.
1: I mean, share your opinions with us, but don't hate on our opinions. Is that a better way to say it? Probably.
2: Yeah, that's a better way to say it. We, we want to yeah. hear your opinion. Like, tell us yeah. your favorite fanfic.
1: Yeah. And if you don't like fanfic, how about you go and give it a go? Or you don't don't not like it you don't know about it go and give it a go give it a go and see what you find
2: out hell yeah and if anybody wants any recommendations i'm more than happy to make them
1: yeah absolutely
2: we can make you a list yeah i'll do a i'll do a thick rec list yes i'm limited in my fandoms but i i will make a rec list okay hey,
1: anything is it good anything is good
2: yeah all right
1: well thank you so much for um, educating me I love these educational episodes can I just say I
2: do need too to do more. and yes you need to educate me more yeah okay I've educated you twice now
1: yeah and I've only done the one so it must be my turn next I'll yeah. find something to educate you on please do all right we'll 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 workshop that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that is it for this week. We'll be back with another episode next week. But in the meantime, make sure you leave us a five star review on iTunes and help support the show.
2: And if you want to check out the other great shows on our network, head to ccradio.com.au. And finally, make sure you join our fangirling fan group on Facebook. That's it. As always, I'm Rachel. And I'm Amy. And, and we just fangirl. fangirl.